Happy Independence Day, Archery Unfiltered. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. It is the 4th of July. A bunch of you are just getting, uh, well, I guess you're probably driving home from Oregon right now, or you're camping out up there and waiting to come home or go wherever you're going to go. It was the final outlaw of the, I think it's the Cascadian Bowman. I'm not sure. I don't have my notes in front of me. But it was the final outlaw. It is arguably the hardest course. And because I'm sitting at home in my cushy chair, I have to consult my homies and peeps on the fly who went up there to kick some ass. So you guys are in for a treat. I got um, on this podcast my buddy Austin Watts, the, you know, the, the prophecy, this young guy who is crushing it all over the place. Um, you know, he's going to go up there or he went up there and he gave it, you know, his damnedest. And then my buddy, Alan Brunetta, my working class pro homie, he went up there and he, uh, you know, dabbled in some victory. So I, I'm going to interview Austin. He'll, you know, give you the rundown of what's going on. And then I'm going to get uh, Alan on in just a second. And, you know, we'll call this episode because they both got A's in their name. We'll call it my AA meeting. Um any other, let's see, other recaps. The 1440 was last weekend. Uh, I got to see Randy Long set a whole bunch of, re- or I think, I don't know if it was a whole bunch of records or if it was one giant record that he cemented um, for California State FIDA. And I got a nice little spanking from a handful of people as far as my own shooting went. Um, you know, everyone that's listening to this, I've been talking a lot of shit about doing battle with Mark Rubio, and I kind of thought that if I talked enough shit, I would outpace uh, my poor performance and would kind of pull off a Conor McGregor type deal. Um, But that didn't happen. Uh, Basically... I talked myself into an unrealistic zone of victory, and <laughs> I think Mark saw just at the hundred. You start shooting at like ninety meters, um, and I think Mark saw it like three or four ends in. Like, oh, oh, he's gonna make me pay, or no, he was thinking I'm gonna make him pay, because he was basically like, hey, freak show. You're going nowhere. I got you for two days. Two days of pain time. And he just put the hurt. That's actually how Mark talks on the regular, if you guys ever talk to him. And he put the hurt on me every freaking 30 meters. Like You basically shoot 30 meter, 30, 20 meter intervals. And uh, Mark was like, oh, now you're going to take your lumps. Take your lumps, Wendell. And he would. Just, <laughs> just pound a whole bunch of X's and tens. He's like, "Ooh, you like that? I'm not even retired yet." He turned around, and it, just random people that were watching. He was like, "Wait till I retire, then I'm really gonna whoop his ass." And it was just, I had to just nod and take it, because yeah, you know, I've been talking a lot of shit on this podcast. So uh, if you don't stand and deliver, uh, you just better take it. So. That's how that went down, and uh, it was a it was a great weekend. Um, my buddy Darren Crevea shot almost 
shot uh, a state record. And this is what I want. Like I, my, that last recording kind of got chopped up. So I got to put, throw this in there. Um, Darren. I, so for everyone that knows me knows, I absolutely hate the phrase on track to do something. I always hear people say I was on track to shoot blank score. Right. That always means I didn't shoot blank score. And so I always hate that. But my friend, Darren Crevea, one of the sponsors of this show, was on track to set a state record. He was, at the 30 meter, was entirely clean uh, up until the last two ends. And he, uh, he ended up dropping only two points out of the entire 30 meter uh, part. It was incredible. Uh, Darren shot so good. I'm very proud of him. I was, I kind of felt like maybe, I don't know, I, I try not to say anything when people are shooting really good because they don't want to fuck with their, their head at all or their mind space. And, uh, you know, I did tell Darren like, Hey man, like you're shooting really good. And I probably should have kept my mouth shut and I hope I didn't mess him up, but he handled the pressure really well. Cause I think when I said that he still had like six more ends left or something like that. So he outran those demons for as long as humanly possible. I thought it was amazing. So hats off to you, Darren. Um, Alex Miller uh, placed second. And, you know, uh, he shot, I thought he shot amazing. He told me that he left some on the table. But just looking at his target, I thought he shot really good. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping maybe soon I could probably get him on. He's got... He thinks he's the guy who thinks I kind of skimped on the arrow building podcast. He's got some in-depth arrow building ideas. Um, Steve Roseberg took it in his class. He battled it out with Doug Rosen for a little bit. Both of those guys are stellar shooters. I think Doug had him on the first day and Steve uh, took it on day two. Uh, well done, guys. Both of you guys shot that really good. And uh, yeah, that's just how the just how it went down, you know. Uh, those guys shot great. Oh, Bet Crevea placed first um, in her class. And my buddy Randy Long placed first. Mark Rubio, in the process of spanking me, spanked me so hard that he ended up winning the, I think we call it our, our class, the senior class. So, awesome. Bravo to everyone. Um, I'm just going to read off the, the sponsors for this show now so it doesn't interrupt everything else coming through later on. Uh, DMB Custom Coatings, they pay for my beautiful microphone. They go to all these events. They, um, you know, they give me info on who's doing good and who isn't for you know any of the events I can't make. Uh, but that's not why they're like what they offer is seracoding. They can custom seracote your bows. I have a bow right now that you know I've been saying this. I say this every single podcast, but I have a bow that I'm seriously getting seracoted. Uh, I'm just not sure if I should go like bone white or, you know, my, my usual is green. I get all my bows done like OD green or burnt bronze or uh, flat dark earth. I don't, I don't know why they just always look cool like that. I think it was my first, um, it was my prevail was buckskin and I thought it was the coolest bow ever. Every bow I've had after that, I've wanted it to look like that. So that's why I go to the DB custom coatings. And then, um, my other sponsor is uh, Carbon Craft Stabilizers. They are pound for pound like the best stabilizers. Uh, you know, the two, my two favorite stabilizers are Easton Contour CS bars and uh, Carbon Craft Stabilizers. Carbon Crafts are stiffer. Uh, they are stiffer than the Easton bars. 
they are a scotch heavier, but they are nowhere close to as heavy as other bars. And I'll just come right out and say it. Like, I own spider bars. They're heavier. Um, what else? I think doinkers are heavier, too. Basically, Carbon Craft you can't beat. They, they will be the lightest, stiffest combo you can get. So, check them out. Give Adam Ross a call. Hit him up on social media. Order as many as you want. And, uh, you know, onward, I will, you know, if you just stay tuned, I got a couple of cool interviews coming up regarding the Cascadian Bowman Outlaw event. So, stay tuned. What's up, Austin? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Excellent, man. I'm just uh, sitting at home waiting to learn about how you guys did up there. <laughs> oh, it was a lot of fun, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I heard you shot pretty good, man. I did, I did. I, I probably put together the best 3D scoring round I've ever shot. So really? Pretty happy. Yeah. How, how did you end up scoring? Uh, I shot five down. Wow, dude. Five down in Oregon is insane. Yeah, I shot four down yesterday, and I shot one down today. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's awesome, dude. So, did you end up taking, uh, I, I think, second place to Blake? Yeah, Blake shot really, really, really well. He, he Very impressive score. He only dropped two points. Holy shit. Dude, that dude's the fucking T-1000. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, it's, it almost is like, you know, most people think it was a course record, and whatnot but um actually before i left ben showed me his scorecard from a couple years ago and he shot one down holy crap hobbs shot one down yeah damn yeah and he ricocheted off his own arrow for that miss (laughs) on a a 37 yarder (laughs) that's so mad that's so insane dude yeah but dude what were the what were some of the highlights so like what like just for example, what were some of your favorite targets there? Um, I always love just kind of the cool, unique targets like the downhill peanut seventy uh-huh. seventy seven yarder. Okay, seventy seven uh, yards. What did you shoot it for? Uh, what did I end up shooting that? Seventy three and a half, seventy two and a half, something like that. It's like a four or five yard cut. Holy crap! Yeah, it's it's steep. Jeez. I barely missed that one. I missed it by like an eighth inch. That was one of my misses for the weekend. Uh-huh. Got the got the second one though. Hey, um did they have Bigfoot? You know when you're like when you're coming off the the one course, you pass the uh the clubhouse and then you go out. I think it's target one is like Bigfoot. Yeah. Did you uh do you twenty two that guy? I actually I I twenty two that one. I shot one just barely below the money ring and then I shot one D C in the money ring. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, for people that don't know, Oregon has money rings, which is where um, they have like a small, it looks like a, like a blown out condom that they've put in the <laughs> middle of the orange spot. And if you get your arrow in there, your name goes in a hat and they just split like the, the pot with you, right? Yeah. Yep. So I, uh, I was the second person yesterday when I shot, made it in there. I was only, I was only the second person to make it. Um, but they have an allotted amount. So somebody donates X amount of dollars. So like for the lion, which is uh, target one, the elephant's target two. Um, somebody donated, let's say $500. And whoever makes it in, they divide how $500 by that many people. And that's your return on it. Holy crap. How much did you end up uh, getting on your uh, on the Bigfoot? 
I ended up getting like 38 bucks. Woo, dude, that's which, dinner. Which is better than nothing for just shooting an arrow. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. For one and target, if, too. So that's yeah, a bonus if you, if in you addition put, to whatever you won for the outlaw event. Yeah. And if you put two if you put two arrows in the money rings, you get double. So I, if if I would have, you know, put if I would have shot two arrows, I would have got twice the money. Holy crap. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Oh, cool uh, dude. I think it's a really cool uh, cool opportunity to make a little extra cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. How, um, how much did you end up making for the outlaws? Uh, well, Sam and I, we shot like we shot pretty fairly well. We just didn't have an egg on a lot of targets. Well, um, so we didn't finish well as a team. We were two down, which uh, there were actually quite a. There were like three teams clean and a bunch at one down. Right. Um, so we came in dead last in teams, but even at that was one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, that's awesome! So you know, I think that's I think that's as much as we won, or maybe even more than we won at Fresno. For fourth individual or fourth for teams, right? So bad, man. Yeah, it was a uh, it's pretty good. And then I won a hundred and fifty for individual. Awesome, dude. So like cost of gas and everything. It looks like you had a great weekend and probably yeah. came up a couple bucks. Yeah, a couple bucks are paid for my uh, paid for my trip at least, and that's you know that's all the experience money right there. That's cool, dude. So you shot in a group of killers, right? You shot with Paige, Tate, Kevin, and your dad. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and uh, they all shot really good. Paige shot really good. Tate shot good for what he was dealing with. He was having some equipment uh, issues. Stuff was moving around a little bit here and there, and he's just trying to get ready for Yankton. Uh-huh. Um, but what, what, was moving around his, uh, what was moving around in his setup? Uh, he was just having some timing issues, and when we were he, – he cleaned uh, Cougar Mountain a few weeks ago, right. and then we, him and I went to Nevada City to, sh- to shoot a field round just to practice for field nationals. Uh-huh. Hey, get me out of the house. So we just went and practiced there. Uh-huh. And his center serving broke uh, while we were there. And so he had to redo his center serving. And he just like, man, ever since I had to redo that center serving, this bow has not shot the same and has not held the same. Shit. So he's been, he was fighting that all week long. I kept, I, we were texting back and forth. He's like, dude, I just can't figure this out. Uh huh. So he ended up putting an, uh, another string on that wasn't the string that was on the bow before that was close. And it just, he said it just wasn't, wasn't Not right. The same timing was off or something. Yeah. And he had the it timing where he wanted it. He had his timing marks on his cams and every day we looked at it, they were different. Oh, shitty. Well, that's what happens with the new set of strings, you know, you, get, you know, I guess he didn't have a choice, but fuck man. Yeah. So he's going to go home and rebuild it, but. Well, that's cool. You know, just see if it brings it back. I I take it your bow is shooting pretty damn nice. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, surprisingly, it shot really awesome. I didn't quite expect what I got out of it, especially because I left Reading at eight o'clock in the mo- uh, at night on Friday, and I got there at two o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. And then I woke up at five thirty, so I was running on three hours of sleep for the first oh, day. Damn. And when I when I got home, uh, I shot Friday morning. I was 
super sporadic. I was like, well, I guess we're we're just going to send it because I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> and uh, it shot really, really well. Beautiful, but, man. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I tried out my uh, my new bow setup deal with my stabilizers, and I yeah, like it. What's your setup? You, are you running the – I think you went – you were telling me you were thinking about going from uh, – uh, like a 12 inch back bar to like a 15 inch mounted at the front. I do. I, 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 I constantly hear people tell me that running your stabilizer, your back bar off the front mount will get rid of your hand torque. Mm-hmm. And I've tried it before running it on the back side of the, of the mount kind of uh-huh. straight up from the back bar mount. And, and I've never liked it there. It never has held well. Uh-huh. Uh, but I've seen a lot of guys running it off of the front of their bow. And having their back bar out, and I do I do it on my hunting bow. So I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll try it out." And I actually put it on there, and it held awesome. I, I just only had a twelve inch bar, um, which actually was ended up being kind of perfect for uh-huh. Eugene because all the steep stuff. I never had it. My sign um, messing me up. It held great. I just think uh, I I want to try a fifteen, just see how it holds. Oh, so what? Is it your 12 that you have out the front right now? Yep. All I have was a 12. I just weighted it out uh, pretty heavy on the back end compared to the, you know, I usually ran. I pulled a lot of weight off, but um, I definitely ran a little more back weight compared to the front weight than I usually uh-huh. do. Just because it's a perceivably shorter distance. Yeah, now. That's just, yeah, that's just the way it wanted to hold. It just wanted a little more back end. Back what end did you weight. end up running? Did you end up running like, um, like well, I imagine, like 32 ounces? No, I, I t- like I said, I took a lot off. I actually ended oh, you up took t- weight off of it? I took about half my weight off. Oh, so you're like running like uh, 14 or 15 ounces then, huh? I had like 18 on the back, and I think I had 10 or 8 on the front. Damn, and it held good. Yeah, I was just worried about going to, to Oregon because I know there's a lot of steep stuff, and weight will help you on the uphill from keeping you from bobbing, but only if you can support the weight of your bow. Right. And I just didn't know if I was going to be able to support the weight. I mean, it's been so long since I really had to shoot any steep stuff. And, you know, the dots are regulation, all the fun stuff we've been shooting. You know, there's a couple targets here and there that, you know, you look at it and it's like an extra large pizza. (laughs) So I was like, you know, I I should probably just take my weight off, play it safe, make sure I can hold on the ones I need to hit and not make it hard on myself. Dude, that that makes perfect sense because you're going to have a lot of steep ups and downs. Yeah, you don't want to be fighting anything. Like I, I know as a guy that used to run a lot of weight that you can run a lot of weight comfortably on flat stuff, but yep. uh, extreme uphills and extreme downhills, you gotta you gotta practice that stuff where it's gonna yeah, because that gravity is always gonna want to pull the bow down, and so mm-hmm. you're always gonna struggle keeping that bow up if you got the weight and you already can't hold it up. Right. Hey, Austin. On the um, that speaking of like extreme ups and downhills, that. There's a, that 20-yard shot. I think it's 20 yards right towards the end of one of the courses. Or, like, one – you know, the – it's super steep downhill. Basically. Yep, right off of the road. That was 20 yards. Is that a 20-yard shot? Yep, that's 20. What does it need to be shot for? Like 17. Jeez. That is, so, for anyone that's listening, that's steep as shit. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. It, news, it was dude. pretty steep. I remember, like, my yeah. first year shooting Oregon, I hit it. I 22'd it. And then my second year, I think I 20'd it. it was, yeah. it's I 21 that target. That was one of my misses this this time around, too. Yeah. 
Well, that's just good. Put a little... You picked it up. You know, yeah. Don't let it. Don't let it take your lunch. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good all around tournament, and I I uh, I really learned a lot from it. And had a great time doing it. That's great, man. What's uh, yeah. what's your next tournament? Possibly the state nine hundred, as long as it doesn't get around and you know in front of my hunting season. Because my hunting season takes front seat. Right, right. I, so, I, I'm so uh, amped up for hunting to start right now. Like me and my yeah. dad are getting all ready to, to go hike in the, the hot, arid A-zone area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go go hike in the in down there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, if you guys are going to do the 900, do you have um, – do you have uh, any, like, are you going to set up anything any different, or are you just going to run it? I, I'm just going to run it and pray, because, for one, I've never I've never shot a 900 round, because uh-huh. it's always been during hunting season. Uh-huh. Um, and what I have going right now is shooting pretty good. I mean, I, obviously, there's probably different setups as far as scopes that can, that can change how it uh-huh. goes. I might put a big black dot in the scope. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's such a big ring. Yeah, big old feet of feet of turkey. But other than that, I mean, I'm gonna probably just try to keep it the same. I mean, I'm not from now to nine hundred. Especially shoot, and I'll shoot it before the nine hundred, and maybe I'll probably run with it. Uh, I think we're we're losing you here, Austin. Are you getting towards uh, the coast? Yep, heading towards the coast. Going to go watch some fireworks. Awesome, dude. Happy 4th of July, buddy. Yeah, happy 4th. Yeah, awesome, uh, man. Well, hey, Austin, I'll, I'll let you go because you're getting out there. Yeah. Um, I have I think a 15-inch back bar. I have a 15-inch back bar I can send you, dude, if you want to mess around with it. All right. Well, only if it's not going to mess with your setup and testing. Nah, dude, all I'm doing is fucking around for indoor right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Yeah, but uh, for as far as other scores go, uh, for people that want to know, uh, yeah. up and coming kid Bodie Turner, he's only fourteen. He shot six down for the weekend. He only shot six down. He shot six down. Holy crap! Bodie Turner is the shot IQ kid, right? Yep. Damn. Yep. Uh, Any other notable uh, notable scores up there? Alan Burnetta, I heard shot okay. I probably not his best. Uh huh. Um, but he made the he made money. He he shot awesome during the shoot offs. Won both shoot offs. I heard. I heard he beat uh, Paige and Tate. He he did. He did. He beat a power couple. <laughs> yeah, he shot good. Um, Paige shot uh, thirteen twelve. She shot good. Um, this is at thirteen twenty, right? Thirteen twenty. So they're, they're actually a couple uh, really good scores there. So. Uh, down is phenomenal. Yeah, so everybody, uh, I think everybody shot pretty well. I mean, it is a challenging course. Very challenging, dude. It's easily the last ten of courses. Yeah, but I mean, even at least we because we didn't get to last year. Uh huh. So, dude, the so you beat Paige, man. You beat Paige and Tate. 
I did. Well, it was kind of funny. Is I, I lost the belt buckle in the amateur class, but if I was a pro, I would have won. You would have snatched it up. Holy crap. I, w- I would have won a buckle in the pro division, but I didn't win it in the amateur. Oh, because Blake's, Blake's down there, man. <laughs> yeah, Blake's down there. Uh, <laughs> you do not pass go. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty uh it's pretty funny um but you know next year i'm gonna have my pro card so awesome, you know and hopefully, hopefully blake has his pro card and everybody has a pro card and we'll make it you know actual competition no i mean yeah. obviously it's competition in the pro class but there'll be more people to compete against in the pro class because right. page and Tate, you know they're not always going to be able to make yeah you know these kind of shoots i think yeah, it'd just be a little yeah, and get more people in the amateur class, you know, that are sh- shooting high scores but not quite feeling like they can move up to the pro, mm-hmm. giving them a chance to bring home belt buckle. On. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Yeah. The, the level of competition is definitely – it's picking up. Every year it gets a little bit a little bit stiffer than it was the year before. Yeah, it, it's uh, – I'm really excited. There's a lot of good shooters coming up. And, uh, you know, it just kind of makes you want to push a little harder. Yeah. I feel that, dude. And sure that you're staying on top, you know. Yeah, yeah, doing uh, the work. Yeah, because I mean, even even you know, when you get in the pro stuff, you know, you watch Paige just go out and dominate and set records and still lose. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, you gotta you gotta just work for it and keep it going and and make sure you're shooting at that, you know, trying to stay at that level. That keep top that level, in. huh? Keep pushing the envelope. Yep. Don't be discouraged, you know, if you don't walk away first. I mean, you could, you could shoot a ridiculously high score and somebody just has a better day than you. Right. Right. That's okay. uh, some wise words there, dude. Yeah, that's kind of way I, that's kind of way that I look at it with, with Blake. You know, we're both really good shooters, and he just – I had probably my best day, and he had his best and just shot ridiculously good. Yeah. And that's just what, what it is. Yeah. So well, – I still put my money on you, Austin, every time, man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep trying to work my way up. You know, seems yeah. like every year I go to, it's just getting, it's just that more knowledge and figuring out what to do on different shots and making, making your mistakes less often. Right. I used to call it, um, get, gaining XP, like a video game. You're gaining experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then you can cash it in at another tournament later down the road. Hell yeah. So, dude, yeah, thanks for giving me the update, Austin. I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, we'll have to get back on and maybe do another uh, longer podcast so we can answer some questions. Hell yeah, dude. I love that. We're getting we're getting here in the mountains, so I'll eventually lose service here soon. So, that's all good Short today, but (laughs) I'm glad I got to touch base with you and maybe let some other people know that weren't able to make it how how it went for some other. Yeah, dude. I, people and go next year. Oh, I, I'm in for next year. I already got wifey giving me the green light. So there you go. I think if I start practicing now for field, I might be able to. I I think it's year. I think it's well worth it. It's probably one of the most beautiful courses uh, anybody will ever shoot. Yeah, I agree. It's just so cool. It's like shooting in the rainforest. You know, they got antlers like just hanging out by certain uh, shooting stakes that have like moss and stuff thrown on them. Like it's it's such a cool Oregon is a really cool uh, field, so I really like it. Dude, the Outlaws always picks up great. They always pick up like the like great events. It's a damn shame that was the last one. Yeah, 
Oh, well, on to the next one, you know. There's other we'll, get, we'll get them going next year. <laughs> well, thanks, Austin. No problem. Take All it right, easy. Man. Happy fourth, buddy. Later, man. Hello? Alan Granetta. Wendell Sousa. We're recording right out of the gate, baby. Oh, my God. Just so you don't say anything incriminating. Yeah. Oh, there's always something incriminating to say. Oh, man. Well, thanks for uh, giving me a call and an update, dude. Yeah, no problem. You're still up in Oregon right now? I am. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sitting in the driveway of my sister's house drinking a mango and stash IPA. I don't even know what that is. That's some kind of a whiskey? It's a beer. I don't know what it is either, but it's delicious. (laughs) So how'd it go, buddy? It went all right. Yeah, what we I keep saying that this course is like the hardest of the outlaw courses. Would you concur? Um I I don't know, after refreshing my memory up there. It is up there. It is it like is up there. I mean there's the most cuts, the most extreme cuts, angled cuts. There's a 102 yarder. It's yep. uh it's it's up there. It's no cakewalk. Yeah. No, but some of the guys, man, they they smoked it this weekend. Yeah, so. I heard uh, Balake Jerome fucking cleaned house again. Yeah, two down. Two down. So if anyone's listening, if you want to beat Balake Jerome, you have to basically beat Chris Perkins. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to. And you have to be in the amateur class also if you want to get him. <laughs> yeah. Blake, if you're listening, you got to join the pro class, bud. <laughs> I'm sure so. he's got to. I'm sure he's gonna. He's just enjoying it for for now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Too. As he should, man. He's he's working hard. He's uh he's a killer. Yeah, oh, man. Two down. And how do you do, bud? Uh, not two down. Not two down, but you no. didn't. You didn't go home empty-handed. You did. No. I think uh, people should know that you know two down is like rare and like upper echelon, like elite level there, and there's still a level of contender. Yeah. Know. So, yeah, I shot 14 down for the weekend. 14 down on a 13.20. That would put you at a 13.06. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, the greatest. Maybe. No, but it's up there. It's up Not, there. What do, you, what do you end up placing for individual? Uh, individually, I tied uh, for sixth place against – Tate Morgan and a guy named Bill, and I can't remember his last name. So all right. we all we all tied it to thirteen oh six. So we had to do a one arrow on that. Uh huh. How about how, tell us how that went down? Uh, it went pretty good. So first, well, first they did team shoot off before they did an individual individual shoot off. All right. Well, how'd you guys do as a team? Teams. My uh, my partner Scott, who. I've met before, but never partnered with. I didn't have a partner coming up here. So my uh, Louie hooked me up and says, hey. Scott Davidson? No, Scott uh, Shipley. Oh, Shipley. Okay. Out of, out of Oregon up here. So uh-huh. he hooked me up with a partner. And, uh, man, we shot we shot pretty good together. We ham and egg. He had uh, six mulligans. I was zero. So ham and eggs. First day we were clean. We saw one mulligan. Second uh, dropping a point to go one down. Mm-hmm. So we were one down, and uh, that put us in the shoot-off for fourth place. I think there was two other teams tied at one down. 
And, uh, at, at, how, at what was it? One down? Tied one down. down. Yeah. So we uh, uh, paid Paige and her partner. I can't remember her partner. I'm horrible at names. Uh, I think it, it might have just been us. Uh-huh. Myself and then uh, Paige. Maybe one other team. It just happened, and I don't know why I can't remember, but I can't remember. You get in a zone, and you kind of really don't pay attention because you just want to focus on making – you know, you're in a one-arrow shoot-off. You got to uh, – Break some good shots. Break some good shots and, and you know, focus on what you're doing. Uh-huh. So, it's so. basically, though, for the for the most part, frame this out. It's, it's you uh, and your teammate versus Paige and her teammate. Yeah, hold on one second. I got to say bye to my mom. Later. Doing a little family time here after the shoot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you tomorrow, okay? So yeah, so uh, yeah, I was. That's why I can't remember. I was just kind of focusing on what I had to do. So we all go up, shoot my first shot, and I'm right on the cut line at one o'clock at 102 yards. Um, and. I think the next closest arrow, actually, which was ended up being a tie, was Paige. She was, I think, right at five o'clock on the cut line. So they couldn't, they couldn't decipher what was closer. So her and I had to shoot off again, and I made a super clean shot and put it almost right dead center in the middle. <clears throat> so I ended up winning uh, for the team fourth place. All right. Um, you got to make some money. Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred bucks. So, All right. Yeah, that, that was cool. Maybe get me a tank of gas for the way home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you beat Paige. I just like, I want people to know that, like, how, like how hard it is to do what you, what you guys did. You know, guys like you and Austin. And I'm kind of using Paige as a benchmark because Paige is an extremely good shooter. Yeah, she she shot really well. She uh I think she shot eight down. Wow. When it comes time to, to deliver, she is like she's there to do it. So Yeah. That was pretty cool. And I just want people to know that I'm definitely not the star of this show, you know, Blake and Austin and Paige and there was a couple other guys that just, you know, definitely gave me a schooling. So Hey dude, you're definitely one of the stars though, buddy. Well, thank you. Because Austin was calling me and he was like, oh, dude, you know, I'm following AB, you know, here's what, how AB is doing. And so, <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, so we. All, the other thing is you guys are there shooting. So, I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Another crazy thing. Uh, so my partner, Scott, we were shooting the one arrow for fourth place. He draws back and it's just not right. And he lets down. And he goes to draw. He's halfway through his second draw, and his D loop breaks. Oh, so <laughs> he wasn't oh. even able to get a shot off for the team. Like it, it went down there somewhere, stuck in a roof somewhere. Oh man, broken D loop on the shoot off. That sucks. Yeah. So that poor bastard. I know. So, but I took care of him. I, I had him. <laughs> You're like, don't worry, but, little buddy. <laughs> but was what was even right here yeah right what was even (laughs) better is the so then uh for individuals i shot off with uh it was uh me and tate and bill 
Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, Tate was running his mouth. Really? Oh, yeah. I think uh, fr- fr- friendly, was... friendly running of the mouth. We were both, you know, because we definitely don't want each other to win, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to, I had to give him a good one. So we get up there for the shoot off, and you know, still at 102 yards, and uh, I put one almost in the scribe hole, uh, and he was, he was, you know, he made a really good shot. Just you know, maybe two inches from center, three inches from center or whatever. Wow. But I thought it was just us two. Then Randy's like, Hey, no, we're waiting on bill. So uh-huh. someone ended up running back to his camp and grabbing bill. This is Randy Tucker. That said yeah. Uh-huh. Randy said that. And, uh, cause I was like, Oh, you know, that's cool. And this guy, uh, bill, I recognize him. I, I just never had met him before. Super nice guy. Uh-huh. He comes up to the line. Like he's been sitting at camp. He was ready to take a nap. He comes running up to the line everybody's watching him like no pressure at all he pulls back and just i mean it ended up being a 16th of an inch not as close as mine was scribe hold it you know with everyone sitting there watching it was it was pretty epic it was a hell of a shot i can only we had it we went down there and had it you know put the tape measure on and it was literally a 16th of an inch (laughs) dude and this guy was in like flip-flops and uh, pajamas like Pretty much, pretty much. Might have already had a beer or two in him. But... <laughs> Way to go, Bill! <laughs> but it was it was pretty cool. Like it was it was damn impressive. Like you just come running up and just like, let me just eat this thing right into the right into the middle. Yeet! <laughs> oh yeah, I love it, dude. So oh, man. it was cool. any notable targets. What was your favorite target? Um. Dude, the uh, so that they have that crazy seventy-seven yarder downhill. You stand on the platform. Yes, and it's a four-yard cut. Ooh. Like that's a fun target to shoot, and I shot it super good. Uh-huh. But first shot, I cut I cut four yards, so I shot it for seventy-three yards. That's uh-huh. you know I think it's twenty-eight degrees. I remember downhill at seventy-seven yards. So cut four yards. First shot, uh, Darren was spotting me, and he goes. You're right on the cut. You're right on the cut line at one o'clock. I was like, uh-huh. all right, you know that that felt good. Let me just make a little, you know, stronger shot or whatever. Second shot, just touching my first arrow. We okay. get down there and they're both out by oh. an eighth of an inch, but both arrows were touching each other. Oh, so like it was good shooting, but it wasn't good shooting. Right, 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 right. But that's that's you know how this course is up here at Cascadian. It's just some of those shots are you know crazy yeah like you gotta if if the shot asks for you to put out level 10 you gotta put out level 12 yeah and and some of these some of these angles you know you're you're not 100 percent. you're you're not hitting right right yeah dude how did you do on the uh ultra steep downhill like a 20 yard downhill right towards the end of the course that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a good one. I smoked my first one and just missed my second. Damn. See, I, I guess know. those are tough ones, man. Even if you, even if you get it, you know, if you get it the first time, the second one ain't a cake cakewalk. They're so steep. Yeah. And then that's super steep coyote uphill, like thirty-one yards. Uh huh. I remember that's where I met Vaughn, Carl Vaughn, on that target. He's a buddy of yours. Oh yeah, we we partnered up one year at Outlaw. 
Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good dude. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, but that was that. That's how I remember that target. I, I don't know if it's because I how I remember the target or how I remember Carl, but it's that target. Yeah, yeah. I same. I hit my first one and missed my second. Damn. I like, know. It makes sense, dude. They're they're ultra ultra steep. I mean, that's stuff that you somehow you got to practice for those, and I don't know how unless you have a steep range. Yeah. Any any time you're getting something that's over. I'm going to say 15 to 18 yards, anything that's more angle than that or not yards. I mean, in an angle, 15 to 18 degrees angle, uh-huh. it's, it's a little different ball game. Right. Right. Well, damn, but it was dude. cool. It was, you, it was, uh, yeah. I'm glad you did good and roast the occasion on the, uh, on the shoot offs, dude. That's badass. Yeah. I mean, if you can pick the arrows to shoot your best, you know, I'd, definitely pick those arrows that's awesome but that's awesome that's what emerson always used to be like oh i'm just uh, just get me to the shoot off you know if i, yeah, if I get to the shoot off i'm gonna i'm gonna flourish you know <laughs> yeah you just gotta get to the show that's it baby <laughs> you just gotta get to the show so now it was a super fun weekend cascadian they put on a good that's a that's one that people definitely should put on yeah. their list to go to with you know you're in the redwoods it's beautiful course. It's hard because 90% of people are used to shooting, you know, out in sunlight. You like you're at Cascadian, you're, you're half the time you, you know, you're, you're in the shade almost all the time, but then you get little spots where you got sun coming through. So, you know, you, you end up with a lot of right and left. Right. In my opinion, right, right. Just because yeah, of lighting. lighting. Your, your left and rights are subject to change sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I dude, I think Cascadian is the hardest range, but I love that feeling of being immersed in super difficult targets. I always feel like coming off of that range, I've lived like a month. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've aged a month afterwards. Yeah. You yeah, know, you definitely like, gotta stay on your game. Yeah, you get such good experience out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool, bud. I wish you were up here. Yeah, me too, buddy. But you know, I got Yeah. Oh, I got so much I'm like, you know, get my diaper changing times down and uh, right. fletching up indoor arrows. So I'm going to still try to be competitive. I'm not, I'm not walking no, away you, from archery. So you uh, still will be. doesn't matter. You'll still ready. be competitive. And I hope so. Otherwise the, I'm just some jack off with a podcast. Well, there's yeah. a lot of them. <laughs> I have to grow a ponytail yeah. and cut it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. But all right, AP, hey, man, thanks for coming on and giving us the update, dude. Yeah, man, the, uh, definitely congratulations to all those guys that, you know, shot really good this weekend. And yeah. gals, there, there yeah. was a few of them. Big time, but, big time. Everyone up there, everyone yeah. who went, I, I think, and competed. You know, when I was talking to Mark, I was telling him the only people that aren't, that aren't winners are the people that quit, you know? Yeah. And that, granted, you know, maybe you didn't go. It doesn't make you a quitter. But, you know, everyone that did go, you know, hats off to you guys. Yeah. There was a – I think there was just over 30 teams. Damn. So, that that's pretty good turnout. Damn. Those people are itching to compete. Yeah. And, and we knew probably eight or so people from our area that definitely didn't go up. So, you know, we the, we're definitely short on people. But, you know, still good good turnout. Yeah, people are showing up. People are showing up. Uh huh. So, what are we doing next? Uh, I'm getting ready for indoor. We going indoor? 
I'm fletching up arrows for indoor right now. I'm testing out different veins, you know. So I'm, I got, I got my plan. But okay. for you, I don't know. There's a state 900 coming up. Is it? When is it? That. What's that? When is it? I don't know. I don't know either. The There's BC, the BC, the, the BC, the BC shoot. shoots coming up, and they were right. money. What's that? It's right in the middle of deer season, so. That on, is correct. And Turio, and Turo wants to partner with me for that for the money shoot, which oh, would be a good, good That's time. That's a solid shooter right there. And Turo's from Lodak for everyone. That oh yeah. But him and Zach Walker are pretty much the, uh, you know, the flag wavers, the flag carriers over there. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta see if I'm gonna shoot that or not. I'm not sure. Well, dude. Yeah. Well, there will be money. There will be money. It will be the last orange spot event, I think. Yeah. At least near us. Near us, at least. This is true. So, but I'm excited for indoor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to throw it down. Oh, yeah, dude. If you if you get your shit together for indoor, I'm ready. I got, I'm oh, yeah. doing, I'm rolling 23s right now, and I'm loving it. I'll probably set up for 23s as well, because we're going to have to shoot the AB Invitational, bud. Oh, that's right. Oh, dude, if we do an AB Invitational, that'd be sick. We're going to do it. Dude, the setup I got right now is McDonald's. Is it? Yeah. I love it. Well, that. if my if you're McDonald's, I'm going to set up as Burger King because we got bigger burgers, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants a dinky McDonald's Dude, I don't burger. Know how many people are listening to this and rolling their eyes. I think, like, Doug Rossi <laughs> just... I think Doug Rossi just fucking turned his, turned like, who are the who are these idiots talking about cheeseburgers? <laughs> <laughs> just a couple fat kids at heart, bud. <laughs> Always. Uh, well, all right, mate. Hey, thanks for the uh, the interview, dude. Thanks for the update. Uh, I really appreciate it, man. Congratulations on the on the good shooting up there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy fourth, buddy. Yeah, you too. I'm gonna I'm gonna do fireworks in about thirty minutes with my boy. Beautiful, man. Me and Jack, man, gonna light them off. Do it. Uh, make sure they're not holding them. All right. Yeah. You need all. You need all ten fingers to shoot. Yeah, I got a special guest here that wants to say hi to you. Hello. Hello. What's up, Jackson? Hi. That's the baby Brunetta, everybody. That's baby Brunetta chilling in his onesie right now. <laughs> but it's got deer and moose on it, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, there's a good recovery. <laughs> <laughs> all right brother all right Abby. take care buddy thank you you bet i'll talk to you later later man